When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Fritz Frivolous with continuous live coverage of the corner of Curious Lane and Just Because Boulevard, the epicenter of the alien invasion. And this just in, King Kong is fighting the mobile suit Gundam. And of course, all of this is happening amidst World War IV, making it pure pandemonium. If only Captain Planet were still alive to save us all. Dude, could you imagine... Alexander the Great, Genghis Khan, Adolf Hitler, Dr. Evil. What do they all have in common? They all had aspirations of world domination, to rule the world with no one to defy them. Is an attempt to conquer the globe just an egomaniacal plot inspired by villains directly lifted from a 007 film? Or is something secretive and sinister truly happening right under our very noses? Our two ruthless conquerors, Will and Tom, divulge their plans for such a dastardly deed. And welcome back, everybody. This is Tom Case. And this is Will Stark. So, Tom, what are we doing tonight? The same thing we do every night, William. <laughs> Try to take over the world. I was wondering why you made me ask you that. <laughs> Well, that's the exact reason I asked you that, or mm-hmm. to ask you to ask me that, is because tonight's question is, what if you tried to take over the world? Oh, you mean more like, <laughs> how would I go about doing it? Yes. That's, the that's, answer is, I wouldn't, but I mean, we, but we're you, not going to end it there. But, um, but I think all of our listeners would want you to take over the world, Will. <laughs> no, I do not think they would. Um, what if I tried to take over the world? Oh, I can't even imagine. Like, in what capacity... Would I even begin to try to take over the world? I mean, I'm, okay. See, I think, I think that there's probably you know, there's probably a few different ways. I I have my own theory. Like, if I were to try to take over the world, I do have my own theory about. I, how... I'm just thinking, like, with my skill set, like, okay, mm-hmm. I think my best bet is I I gotta run for some sort of office, right? Okay, and get enough of a following going. <clears throat> Man, I don't know. I don't know well, because then you got to deal with the military might and power of other nations. Like, yeah. But go ahead, you go ahead. Well, you know what? Let's you're you're going. Let's go to some Fritz facts here. Okay. Fritz had uh, okay. Fritz came over and dropped off some papers here, mm-hmm. and uh, I think you're gonna find you're gonna find a, a a trend here. Okay. So there are notable people who've tried to take over the world. Sure. And let me name some of them. Yes. Napoleon. Alexander I mean, the Great, okay, yes. Julius Caesar, Adolf yes. Hitler, yes, Genghis Khan, yes, yeah. Actually, the one there's one fact that I actually mm-hmm. did find kind of interesting, and and who knows because this was so long ago if this is true or not. Mm-hmm. They even say that it's kind of a legend if he really did say this or not. Who, uh, which was Alexander the Great, mm-hmm. and I doubt he, we have anything he ever said. Written yeah, anywhere. exactly. But they say like you know because yeah, that was like I, I think. Fourth century, 
like I think that was in fourth century. Uh, no, it was way before. that. Was it way before yeah, that? Way before that. It was way before the Roman Empire was even a thought. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. He. Uh, it, it was said. See, it was said, and like you, like we're saying, who knows if it really was said this? But it was said that after he did um, a lot of his conquest, mm-hmm. he wept because he had no more worlds to conquer. Even though, but I don't think he knew. Uh, the information that I have here says that, but he was unaware of like China and other lands farther than that. I'm pretty which, sure like he knew there was more. Yeah, but that. he didn't get yeah. to that. I, far I doubt that was ever said or done. I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> but, it's but very it poetic. is interesting if it was like. So, like, I'm just saying, in my current capacity, I just don't think world takeover is possible, and it's certainly not possible. Every person you name there did it one way through conquest. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I don't got, I don't got the stamina. Yeah. <laughs> for conquest. Um, so if I'm going to do it, it's going to have to be through, like, systematic infiltration of other people's social media via propaganda. Okay. First thing is I need to put together a team of okay, people who okay, okay. somehow are on board with this idea of <laughs> making board me with you, Will. Let's the leader the of everything. <laughs> like, I'm going to need a team of people who who are capable of creating bots, understanding programming. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need, like, a social media and, like, image person. Okay. Basically, they are going to have to manufacture me into a much bigger, more charismatic deal than I am. And somehow, I'm going to have to, like, probably take acting lessons just so I can pull it off. Yeah. And, like, and then... Improv lessons. Find I mean? some <laughs> socioeconomic genius who could build me like the ultimate platform for like a populist movement mm-hmm. that would launch me to the forefront of like the election. Uh, what's the word? A probability of winning an election. <clears throat> like something that can that can kind of push through the party yeah. party lines and whatnot. I, I just don't think that's possible in, in today's like polarized American politics. Yeah. When, um, when I was researching a little bit on this. Uh, it does say, you know, you can't, it's probably impossible to, quote unquote, conquer by that traditional, uh, uh, you know, definition of the no. word. Because Definitely of, not. because Nuclear of, the tech, yeah, because yeah. of the technology that yeah. we have now, it's way too easy to, to you know, yeah. to stop or launch nukes or whatever you had to do. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah, and then between the two superpowers, essentially the three superpowers, if you want to consider the European Union, even though they're not exactly super united on everything, it's like they're still a major power all put together. Mm-hmm. Uh, economically, definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't even know how you... Be, I'm, I'm talking about like, just, just conquesting America, let alone the rest of the world. It's yeah. like, I, I don't even know. Like, see, you... Okay, so so far you have, you have like... See, I, when I was thinking of this question, I was already... Oops. I knocked something over there. Sorry about that. Um... So when I was thinking about this question, I was already kind of thinking like, okay, in terms of, so like right now you said, go, you, go you said for, I just uh, had an idea, but go yeah, on. you would, you would definitely want to use technology. You want to, you want to uh, infiltrate technology right. or whatever you would have to do. Yes. Right. And then run for an office, something that would make you visible to masses of people and hopefully get their trust and their I would have to be backing. it would have to be such a like a uh, manufactured thing of like figuring mm-hmm. out what is the best attack or line of attack of getting the most people behind me but I just realized something I've yeah. been attacking this from the completely wrong okay uh, avenue <laughs> okay let me see okay <laughs> yeah let me the, the much more realistic <laughs> and horrifying avenue is create civil unrest to the point of the complete collapse of the world governments of the superpowers and then have a set of plan mm-hmm. to rise in some uh, relatively still uh what's the word i'm looking for um 
not safe, but um, stable, right? stable More, area yeah. with enough manufacturer backing through this team that I started with, and then we get back to conquest. Yeah. See, now you're talking, Will. Now you're talking. You know why? Because that sounds oh, a little more evil, right? Well, yeah. Of these people who want to who want to I mean, they're both evil. Let's yeah. be really... Like, oh, yeah. One it, plan involves way more bloodshed, but both, but plans, both are plans are evil. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, see, the way I always thought about would probably, you know, the... the like I said, there's probably, you know, multiple ways if it was really going to be done that yeah. it probably can be done. But what I would do is you would have to create something that would unify the world governments first, right? Because because right oh, now everyone is separated. Right, sure. So if you could somehow create a big enough threat or something that is so imminent. I don't think there is one. Maybe there's not. I mean, I maybe there's not. There but I'm just saying, like, if you could somehow, maybe it's not a threat. Maybe, maybe it's something else, right? You know, like. Maybe I can't think of it now, but you, I would want to go the route of, you know, unifying the world first, mm-hmm. then just taking over that part of it, which would, which would then have to be probably like you going for whatever that political office is. You know what I mean? Like, right. I think the only way we would get there, I just don't think there is a way there, but I think like you're talking about like you would have to erase all of the um, conflicting goals and purposes of all the different government different, bodies yep. in the world yeah. so that it could all coalesce into one single body with a single like goal well, yeah idea. exactly and I don't think that's happening that's I never the, gonna the, happen yeah it would have see that's and a, I don't think there's a threat big enough to make that happen yeah. I, I really don't that's why I think though like if, if it were to happen which I'm glad that there isn't a real way that that mm-hmm. could probably happen but yeah it would be through some type of a unification mm-hmm. and then probably uh um Probably then through, uh, like you said, with technology and like social media, you know, things like that, where where you need that control, mm-hmm. then you then running for that office so that people know who you are, right. and and obviously since you're the one who started the whole thing, you would know exactly what to say to these people to give them the security that they're wanting, right? Yeah, you know what sure. I mean. I think that's probably the way you would. Really I go think for, I honestly for think nowadays for an age of now. Na- you know, I I personally think it would have to be mass destabilization mm. followed by conquest and consolidation of consolidation of power, conquest, and you're probably not going to actually take over the world. You're going to take over a huge portion of whatever continent you're on. Yeah. Well, everything else falls into disarray. You know, that, that brings up an interesting question, too. I was actually looking at some of these people, you know, like Napoleon or, you know, actually ate like Adolf Hitler, right? Okay. Yeah. So I always thought, too, like if Adolf Hitler, if the Third Reich was successful, mm-hmm. do you think he could have, at, during that time, do you think he could have continued and and eventually maybe have taken, you know, over to the world? like The entire world probably not, no. Yeah, I think I think no, you're right. Too. I, I don't think no, no. it's even back then. I mean, you know I think I mean? maybe maybe Europe, um, the United Kingdom might have become like less like more of an occupied vassal state, less so mm-hmm. than like an actual like com- under complete control. I mean, they probably would have consolidated power all the way out to the Middle East. And it, but after that, it would have fallen apart. Plus, you got to remember they had allies like Japan. Yeah, right? they weren't like they weren't about to go take over Japan. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and honestly. Let's say Germany did manage to actually invade, successfully invade Russia. Like they would have just taken the western like quarter of it. Japan yeah. would have handled the, <clears throat> handled the, the western of quarter it, yeah. of it. Yeah. So no, it wouldn't have been total world domination. Um, it would have just been the rise of probably another world superpower, 
assuming stabilization could have been achieved, which I don't think it could have. Hitler was kind of an idiot and a maniac when it came to running his own government. Yeah. Like he was completely unstable by the end, so I just don't think it would have that worked That goes out. back to the part of the team that you would assemble, because yes. like the team he assembled ultimately after a while basically betrayed him. I mean, they, they knew, most of them knew, hey, this isn't going where... Right. We thought it was going to go, or or they recognized, yeah, Hitler's a little crazy, you right? Know I mean? like, yeah, and a major drug addict, and a bunch of other problematic issues. So plus, too, like you know, the mass of like land, like you know, Genghis Khan's empire, you know, was huge, mm-hmm. but like a lot of it, you know, he didn't have to upkeep or maintain. Like, I mean, he would well, try, he would, but he was be... very good at actually establishing and um, what's the word. Putting in a system that worked while he mm-hmm. wasn't there, he was very good at doing that. Genghis Khan's empire actually lasted quite a bit of time, yeah. But um, and that was because he was very good at appointing people and making sure that things ran smoothly before moving on. But um, I think that would be hard to do too. You know what I mean? Or that, that that would kind of determine what it was that you can keep. You know what I mean? Because like, there's going to be uprisings. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And like you're also you have to take in consideration just the cultural differences in people. Like you're going to have different problems from different types of people who have different issues with different things and you probably are ready to deal with because you're from one part of the world and they're from another. Um we're not even talking about one of the biggest factors is money. Like who's getting the yeah, money to fund all be, this? I like know. like what super mega billionaire is backing <laughs> me up somehow? Like, so I, I, you know, so Bill Gates is going to be on my team, Bill Gates and, uh, you know, <laughs> like how we're like, we're like, we're building a team where we're like, like picking on the playground. Yeah, I'll exactly. Jeff Bezos, yeah, I'll take, I suppose. Yeah, I know, yeah. Um, no, no, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. I take, um, what's the SpaceX guy? What's his name? Um, oh, South uh, Australian Bert- guy, um, guy who made PayPal. Elon Musk. I'll Elon t- Musk. I'll take Musk because yeah. I got space so, uh, tech. So, so that's how I begin. So step one: recruit Elon Musk. So Bezos would be he would be the one that's always left the last one that's picked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but um, you know the, the other thing too that I wanted uh, I was thinking about when I wanted to ask you this question was like you know back in the like dynasty area era of you know China mm-hmm. like they had a lot of different dynasties. One mm-hmm. thing I always found interesting was like. Yes, there's a lot of bloodshed, and yes, they all try to take over, you know, China and 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 all the lands and everything. And one of the interesting thing things about that was their reasoning behind it. But especially like some like some of the emperors, you know, they just wanted everything to be solid. They wanted a unified China. You know what I mean? So that way, like you said too, like with economics, because when it was all split apart, some provinces had. More you know, than like others, yeah. more than others, but some of them had different currency, and some of them had this. So, like when you had to go and do they wanted to trade everything. and everything, yeah, you yeah. wanted to standardize everything to make everything easy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, because sure. otherwise, it's like, you know, well, my jade costs more than your, you know, or my gold costs more than your jade, or whatever it is. You okay. know what I mean? And how how do you convert that? You know what right. I mean? Like, right. Um, I always thought that was interesting when when I was reading all this stuff about people who quote unquote tried to conquer the world. Yeah, in in the ancient world, um, geography was just such a major factor. Like you could only expand to be so big and barely maintain the stability of that because you know communication and transportation and stuff was just so limited. Like nowadays, empires much bigger than the ancient ones are possible. Matter of fact, I would say the United States is at least as big as the Roman Empire was at, like, the height of its size, which was the biggest the world had ever seen before. Yeah. Um, And that's just the U.S. now. You know, Russia is even technically a bigger landmass, although 
it only counts. I mean, that only counts so much considering most of it is unoccupied. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But That's my point is, like, like, in Angus a modern Khan. world, like, the idea of a country taking up an entire continent that's much bigger than Australia, we're not counting that, is <laughs> way more possible than... It just wasn't possible before. Yeah. It just was impossible before. So... If... Oh, go ahead. Go, no, you go I ahead. I was going to say, if, if someone, uh, you know, if a world leader now mm-hmm. were to try to take one, who do you think would be most likely to try to make a move like that? Um... I can't remember his name, but definitely President of China, without a doubt. Oh, yeah. Like, I, yeah. yeah, definitely. Like, if he found a power play to do it, yeah, he would go for an RB. Are you kidding me? I was thinking Putin. Putin kind of came to mind a little bit. Nah, but I don't think he's got the capabilities. No. Really? Yeah. Russia punches above their weight uh, class, mm. but their weight class is way under the two real superpowers in this world, which is the U.S. and, and China. Yeah. And, like, Russia just causes a lot of ruckus. But but they are not in the same uh, category as the two superpowers. Not even close. Dang. But dude, could you imagine? Breaking news. A new study suggests leaving an iTunes review is very important for newly created podcasts. So to nurture your new favorite podcast, make sure to leave an iTunes review. This has been Fritz Frivolous reminding you to like, comment, and subscribe. Will and Tom, back to you. A military general, a senator, a trusted friend. He went from being someone banished from his own people to becoming a leader, a representative of an entire world. I am of course talking about none other than Jar Jar Binks. This character stumbled his way through perilous wars and battles, emerging unharmed while also bumbling into situations placing him into positions of power. Are these the lucky and coincidental acts of a klutz, or the cold and calculated moves of a mastermind? We will now be granted an audience with our two Jedi Masters, Will and Tom, as they use the Force to discern if Jar Jar Binks has been seduced by the dark side of the Force. And we're back. Indeed. This next one, Will, I know you have very strong feelings about. Oh, no. What is this? <laughs> oh, I know what it's going to be. What, what, is let this me a see Star you... Wars question? Yes, God it's going to be it. a Star Wars question. I'm sorry. No, Will, funny, I'm sorry it? I have to do this to you. Like, I, I care for you. I consider you a really good friend, but uh-huh. I'm going to have to do this one to you. Yeah, okay. Because it's one of my favorite theories to have or to, to talk about oh is it Jar- darth jar jar what if yeah what if it's darth jar jar what if jar jar binks was the actual <laughs> supreme lord of the sith well i'll tell you what we sure would have got uh three much better trilogy movies if you ask me yes <laughs> I yes right i when i when i first heard about this theory mm-hmm. my mind was like blown i yeah. when when i uh, i think it was a friend of mine who first started telling me something about it and I was like, wait, what did you say? And he was like... It, there, the uh, theory originated on Reddit. I remember when that thread mm. released like years and years ago. I think it that's... popped off like nobody's yeah, business. Yeah, I think People that's really where like he... the idea. Yeah, yeah, I think that's where he read it from. And I was... Yeah. But when he he just nonchalantly, you know, oh yeah, you know, the new Star Wars movie coming. like, dude, he's like, what if... Uh, you know, what if Jar Jar Binks Jar-Jar. was, yeah, yeah. Dar- well, he didn't say, like, he was just uh, like, what if Jar Jar Binks was, like, the actual Supreme Lord of the Sith, you know, and I, and he said it so quick and nonchalantly. Yeah, what was your initial reaction? I, my initial reaction, that's what I was trying to get, like, I was just like, oh, yeah, wait, 
what? Yeah. And everything started flooding into my mind of, wow, that would actually fit and be such a good twist to this whole story arc that I would have loved it. So so he didn't have to explain to you, like, why uh, Well, but, yeah, we did go into detail. And there was some yeah. things, too. But, no, yeah, you're right. Like, he didn't initially have to explain because all of the things started coming in. I was like... So, for those who are not very well aware of, like, Jar Jar Binks, the prequels... Mm-hmm how goddamn hated he is as a character um and what yeah. made this theory kind of work as well as it does is that everything jar jar binks is kind of a wacky um comedy relief question mark yeah. character who is hapless and useless mm-hmm. and harmless right yeah but the thing is every single action he seems to take like Sets back sets. the protagonist drastically sometimes. Yeah. Minorly other times, but sometimes drastically. And honestly, spoiler alert for the prequels, um, it is a key decision that Jar Jar makes that actually plunges the entire Empire into control of the Emperor himself mm-hmm. by voting to, uh, I think, make Chancellor Palpatine uh, the Emperor permanently. Yeah, yeah exactly. So... Um, so the theory kind of breaks down all the different things Jar Jar did. And like, mm-hmm. what if Jar Jar wasn't just... Completely inept and incompetent and stupid. What if these were absolutely calculated decisions and that he was behind everything this whole time? Yes. And um, I like the idea because Jar Jar is a terrible character. But if you did this right, it could redeem him and make him an amazing character. That being said, I think to make this work like to the regular public... You'd have to do something that Star Wars movies have never done, and I don't think you could do, and you'd have to do flashback material. Yeah, I think it would be better if... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That would make you it would much have better. You'd have to have flashbacks to, show to that. key scenes. Yes. And I don't know if you pull that off in a Star Wars movie. Like, there are no flashbacks, I think, in a Star Wars movie that I can think of off the top of my head. Definitely yeah, not the original trilogy. Yeah, yeah. No. It's just not really a storytelling device that's done, and... One of the things that bugs me about the sequels is the sequels really rely on like this zany, almost like Marvel quippy humor. Mm-hmm. But that's never been a Star Wars thing. Like if you look at prequels or original trilogy, it's just yeah, he was it's very immersive or uh, immersion mm-hmm. breaking for me because it stops feeling like a Star, a Wars, Star Wars movie. movie. Yeah, it starts feeling like a modern Disney Marvel thing, and I'm yeah. like, this isn't Star Wars. This is taking me out of it. This is not the type of like. The humor, the limited amount of humor that was in the prequels and original trilogy is just kind of universal humor that's funny regardless mm-hmm. of context. And and they mostly came from, you know, like the like C-3PO or someone right. like that. It, and who, it was, who was more low-key yes, and he wasn't exactly. like over the top. Yeah. Right. Although yeah. that's funny. I mean, C-3PO can be a little over the top. Yeah, but, I but no, I mean, mean, compared to Jar Jar, oh, God, no. Jar Jar's terrible. Yeah, no, but what, what, what I was saying is like, there are certain like things that make a Star Wars movie feel like a Star Wars mm-hmm. movie, and for me, in the sequels, the way they did humor kind of broke that for me. Oh, the sequels, okay. not prequels. Yeah, yeah. And I think flashbacks would have that same effect. Oh, so really? In that regard, maybe the Darth Jar thing wouldn't work to a casual fan because they'd be like, "What the fuck is going on? What do you mean Jar Jar was a bad guy?" Yeah. And you've even told me yourself that you have a friend who's a Star Wars fan who you told that to, and he was like, "Oh hell no." Yeah, I, uh, yeah, it was actually, uh, uh, well, Eric, you know, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I, uh, we were, we, yeah, when I, uh, was talking to him about that, I remember him saying, like, I remember asking him this exact question. I said, 
what if you went into the theaters, right? This was right before the new Star Wars. I was like, what if you went into the theaters and you found out in one scene, all of a sudden you hear, you mean you are going to die? And then it like, it just, it just turns, right? It's Jar Jar Binks, but <laughs> oh then it turns God. at that last section. Yeah. And all of a sudden he's like, kill them. You know, yeah, like, and yeah. I was like, and, and you see his eyes glow yeah. red. Like, what would you do? He literally told me, he was like, I'm getting up out of the seat and I'm going to ask for a refund. Like he was like, he's like, I would not watch it. And he goes, I would be so, so upset. So for me, the Jar Jar thing for Darth Jar Jar to work too is it all has to be an act, including the way he speaks. And I mm-hmm. would imagine a scene where he's like, oh, you said that's a, I talk like this. A. Yeah. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like it was all an act. And then yeah. he goes and like, he like. You know, his deep, dark, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Like, that's you how I think it would work for me. Scum. Yeah, I It's like, not, oh, shit, George, yeah, you know, fucking evil. Holy I, shit. I would have jumped yeah. out of my seat with joy if yeah. I saw that. I would have loved that. I, I mean, it, it it helps the Jar Jar case, the Darth Jar Jar case, that, again, these are, this is just my opinion, that the sequels were hot fucking garbage. Mm-hmm. Like, if the sequels were legitimately super, like, entertaining and good, I would be much less willing to entertain the Darth Jar Jar yeah. Concept, so. Um. You know what? Uh, I I actually kind of wanted to, to read this. This is actually I got this from Screen Rant, uh, but they did have ten details. Oh. Okay. That um, ten details that back up the Darth Jar Jar theory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> because there were certain things too when my when my friend originally was telling me, I was like, well, wait, because like there are certain things I didn't know. You know, mm-hmm. like I um, but we'll we'll get to those. You know, because I would be like try to debunk it too. You know, just yeah, to see sure. if it you so, want to make sure it stands the test. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, 10, they have, his clumsiness is so over the top that it's it could be an unbelievable, right? Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I remember seeing that and I was like, you know, and it's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it is so over the top. Like, yeah, it's Looney Tunes. Who, yeah. And it's, and which is ridiculous because nothing else in the world is like that. Yeah. And who in their right mind would put him in charge of anything? Like of the scene anything. where they're where they're where they're fighting the clones. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And they're yeah. like, "Oh, you're gonna be Boombad uh, General," you know, whatever. Yeah. No, you, you know, would not. That's no. the dumbest decision. I you mean, the make. fact that he became a senator blows my fucking yeah, mind. Exactly. Yeah, it just that blows too. my fucking mind. <clears throat> um, number nine, Palpatine carefully orchestrated everything. I mean, he and, did. Yeah, and and but they're, what they're saying though was that. They that he uh, orchestrated everything so that you know through the uh, instructions of Jar Jar Binks, you know what I mean, like to where it it will never go on Jar Jar, to where Jar Jar will always never be looked at. I mean, that, you know? the Palpatine does set up the premise that a Sith can operate on that level of um, careful coordination and planning from the shadows. Mm-hmm. Um, that like it would be believable of like oh. You thought Palpatine was the real power. There's actually a power behind him. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can kind of get behind that idea. Yeah, because they, they, they were they were saying that, you know, along with, um, you know, that it's it's an over the top act of his, you know, clumsiness mm-hmm. and everything like that. Yeah. But everything was meticulously crafted that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, one was because the evil plan involved manipulating the you know the entire galaxy. And uh, he left nothing up to chance. So Jar Jar's integral role in Anakin's adolescence and eventual downfall uh, can't have been a coincidence, right? <clears throat> well, okay. Explain to me how Jar Jar was a part of Anakin's fall as an adult. 
on screen because I don't think that happens in any way. As a matter of fact, Jar Jar that would probably have to be one of what you're talking about with one we, of the flashbacks. We'd have to do flashbacks. Yeah, exactly. Stuff. Yeah, that so, would like I I don't buy that. I don't think that there's this integral like formative thing. I don't. I barely remember remember Phantom Menace because that movie sucks. But like, <laughs> um, I don't remember Jar Jar and Anakin having like any like deep connection or any type of like formative moment between the two of them. If anything, I remember Jar Jar annoying the shit out of Qui Gon Jinn. The yeah, most, and Obi Wan exactly. second most, and Amidala was the only one who was kind of nice to him. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's my vague memory. He would have. He also annoyed the shit out of me. Don't forget. That. Yeah, and the rest of the <laughs> world. The of, yeah, yeah exactly. but um, but yeah. What else you got? Uh, this one, I also feel like they're kind of reaching here now mm-hmm. with some of these things. Right. But it's like number eight. He can do somersaults like only force sensitive people can. Okay, to be and, fair, he does do some wild antics that like yeah. require a fair amount of athleticism. Mm-hmm. And like he, okay, here's the thing, and it's probably going to come up on the list. He survives. Basically undamaged, a lot of like big yeah, physical blows. Exactly, which is like only like realistic if we're actually like analyzing this. Only someone with force powers would probably be able to recover from a lot of that stuff. Yeah, like it happens a lot in Phantom Menace. Yeah, I don't believe like no matter you know how klutzy you know he seems to be, mm-hmm. like sooner or later those you know it's. It's not going to be by chance that you didn't get injured by that. You right, know, like exactly. or shot or whatever. Right, you exactly. Know? So yeah, that one does that one, you know. That one holds more water than the one before it. Yeah. Uh number 7. Oh, see, this is the one this is the one thing that I didn't know about and I was trying to, to explain to my friend like, well, it can't be because you know, there's always the rule of 2 or whatever and there's going to be, mm-hmm. you know, there's a uh you know, Darth Sidious and Anakin now or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Sure. So but this says Darth Plagueis technically abolished the rule of 2. In what source material? So this says one of the main roadblocks, you know, that was standing in the Darth Jar Jar theory is the mm-hmm. Sith rule of two. Sure. Uh, instituted by Darth Bane, uh, which ensured that only two of the str- or which ensured that only the strongest Sith duo could survive. Mm-hmm. So if Jar Jar was a Sith Lord, then Palpatine uh, couldn't have trained Darth Maul, uh, Tyrannus, and Vader on the side. Unless Jar Jar is Darth Plagueis. Oh, right. Oh, that could have, you know, that would have been a good one. But Darth Pelagius, uh, Palpatine's master, whom he killed in his sleep, mm-hmm. abolished the rule of two, so it still would have been possible for Jar Jar, you know, eh, to work se- secret I mean, Sith operative. Especially considering Disney abolished anything extending universe. Yeah, that's. Uh, that means nothing to me. And you know what? It doesn't, it doesn't show what's, like, which source they got that from. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was one thing though. I used to always say too, I was like, well, you can't cause they have, you know, sure. so if this was true and that's what they're I mean, going I'm for, I'm sure there's other been... ways to get around the rule of two, but yeah. I don't think that's one of them. Mm-hmm. Number six, <clears throat> he infiltrated the Senate because yeah. he did. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Senate. We just yeah, talked about I know. that. Like... That was very like when I, and again, a decision where I was like, why, why would you make him like. And he maneuvered himself to be in power the one specific day mm-hmm. that it came to making the Chancellor the freaking mm-hmm. Emperor. So, And, you know, I understand, though, you know, like, if you have someone, you know, I, okay, they thought, you know, he was on their side. Like, if he, you know, like, when, when he was there and stuff, like, yes, you can see how klutzy is it, he mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah, his heart is in the right place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But... That doesn't make you be like, oh, you know what? You should be the senator. No, like, definitely why not. Why would you no, make that it decision? Was, it was complete you know? incompetency that got him there. Um, I will say one one thing is Emperor Palpatine is notoriously 
um, racist against all non-humans. And the Empire commits, like, horrible hate crimes against entire peoples across the Star Wars galaxy. Mm -hmm. So the idea that Jar Jar is really behind it is a little weird. doesn't really (laughs) hold much water for me there. But I digress. Anyways, go ahead. Uh, Number five. So this one, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know anything uh, anything on this one. It says, Jar Jar's fighting style can be compared to Zui Quan? Z-U-I-K-U-A-N. Yeah, I have no comment on this. I don't I, know enough of to Yeah, know I don't know. It just says, whenever Jar Jar stumbles into a fight scene, he appears to coast by on dumb luck, inadvertently besting his opponents in combat. I mean, that goes back so, to what we were saying. Yeah, like, that's like... He survives a bunch of shit he certainly shouldn't, and like he makes it all look like an accident or like zany or whatever, or dumb luck. So, yeah, exactly. I mean, sure, maybe it looks like some fighting style I'm not familiar with, but that's really besides the point. Yeah. Um, number four is actually what you just, you've already gotten, which mm-hmm. was we gave absolute power, he gave absolute power to the Chancellor Palpatine. Yeah, we talked about that. Uh, number three, uh, he uses hand gestures when he wants to change someone's opinion. Now, I kept ooh, trying ooh. to go back and real? remember. Yeah, yeah. Does, that, does that actually happen, though? Well, so, you know what? I, I mean, I know there are sometimes that. He talks. He does talk a lot with his hands. So yeah, I can't tell if it was just during the parts where he is trying to like yeah. maybe persuade someone in the yeah, scene. Yeah. Like right now, you know, I kept trying that's to think brilliant. of like a scene. Man, I know that's real. Like man, did we miss out? Well, there's that's an, so cool. There's another scene I remember watching on someone who was uh, talking about this theory on YouTube, and they showed a part. I think it was when they were trying to go and storming the Capitol on mm-hmm. Naboo, mm-hmm. and. Uh, when they're going under, I think it was like some. T- I don't. I think it was like some kind of a bridge or something. They were going under an archway, mm-hmm. and right before uh, the drones and stuff started to attack them, you see Jar Jar. <clears throat> what appears to look like he moves out of the way before it even happens, and mm. you see him like kind of climb or jump or like stumble off somewhere so that now he's not in harm's way but the odd part about that was he does it before they even know what was going on you know he does it before it happens that's so interesting how Luke has inadvertently caused this I know right yeah I know that's weird how it was like not meant that way but yeah on this one it says you know whenever Jar Jar is trying to convince somebody of something he gestures with his hands just like any Jedi or Sith attempting the Force mind trick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Which, yeah, if the convincing thing is true, that's wild. I would love to see some I, video evidence of that. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go back and rewatch this because it actually points out one of the scenes. It says, mm-hmm. this gesturing is most prevalent, perhaps not coincidentally, when Jar Jar is trying to convince the Senate to give full power to Palpatine. What? I know. So now what? now I'm trying to picture that scene. Okay. I, I mean, wish... it's been years, so yeah, I, there's I no way I'm going to picture it. But, okay, I'll take that for at face value. And, like, mm-hmm. if true, definitely compelling evidence and would make... A... See, this is, again, it's like, how do you convince the casual audience that this is real, even though you have all, all this evidence? How do you present this evidence in such a way where, like, they buy it? I don't know if you can. But did you make it to the top of that list? <laughs> So, uh, oh, we're, we're almost there. So, okay. number two, he mirrors Yoda in interesting ways. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, I thought, yeah, he says, mm-hmm. in The Empire Strikes Back, when Luke travels to Dagobah, mm-hmm. uh, Yoda initially acts like a bumbling buffoon in order to offset, you know, any preconceptions that he might be the last surviving Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, this oddly mirrors Jar Jar. This kind of goes, this actually, I think this is 
you know, the same thing we're talking about with how klutzy he is. It's over right, the top. It's over the top. You know, it's they're that's basically what they're saying. He's he acts like a bumbling buffoon, you know, to dissuade anyone from suspecting that he's an all powerful Sith Lord. Hmm. And then number one, this is the one. Okay, <clears throat> it says Ahmad Best and George Lucas have all but confirmed it. My, but I think this is my, I think this is all like they probably heard people talking about it. And like, they oh, want, yeah, yeah, they want to promote this. You know, people talking about it. Sure. Right. It just says George Lucas, who claims that Jar Jar is his favorite Star Wars character, of course, mm-hmm. uh, said that the character is quote unquote the key. To the whole saga. No bullshit. Right. <laughs> I knew. No. Why? Lucas Why? was just upset. Okay, <laughs> so Lo Lucas uh-huh. really poured his heart and soul into the idea of Jar Jar because he was like, "I'm going to make a character the kids love so much. I'm going to make a billion dollars selling Jar Jar uh, action figures." He put his heart and soul into an idea, and everyone fucking hated it, and he's still mad about it. Yeah. And so now he's trying to say, now he's trying like, to yes. say yeah, exactly, Dark right? Jar-Jar I know, that's exactly what I said. Yeah. Key to everything. <clears throat> he's Whatever. like, oh, of course, you know. Yeah. Uh, while actor um, uh, Ahmad, uh, Ahmed Best Is tweeted... Is the person who played Jar-Jar? Um... I mean, it's you know what? I'm be, not right? sure. I it think has so. To yeah, be. I think like, it is. Yeah. Otherwise, what do we care about what this Yeah, I know. Says? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, while Ahmad Best tweeted that, <laughs> quote, it feels really good when the hidden meaning behind the work is seen, no matter how long it takes. Oh my quote, god, yeah, that's, right. You know, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's he's really, just so fire. That's hilarious. Yeah, I love that. I know. <laughs> uh, Best also insinuated that if it hadn't been for the backlash against Jar Jar, then the prequels might have leaned into the Darth uh, Jar Jar angle. No, there's no way. No. I, I I grossly disagree. But I, I would love if Darth Jar Jar had been a thing. I think it would have been a very interesting story to have told. I do think um, that would have been one of the... I would have considered that one of the greatest twists in a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially something with like a it, long saga like Star It would Wars. have had to have been a reveal at the end of the second movie. And they would have had to, had to have done a great job setting the foreshadowing. Um, yeah. That starting would've... in movie one all the way to movie two. Mm-hmm. Reveal at the end of movie two. Hopefully everyone goes for it. And then movie three, just have them go full Palpatine. Yeah. You know, that would have been. If you will. But... That would have been awesome. Yeah. But dude, could you imagine? And now let's join Will and Tom with the traffic report. Let's take a look at the traffic report here. We actually got uh, some pretty good feedback on some of our episodes. So I kind of like to go back and, you know, just kind of pick out some that people have uh, talked about that they really enjoyed. Uh, One that I thought was really interesting was uh, from one of our YouTube subscribers, Dorian Robinette. Mm -hmm. Um, Hey, Dorian. (laughs) (laughs) They they left a comment for episode one, mind, Mind Reading Kaiju. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about how uh, they they watch a YouTuber that has, uh, I guess, um, uh, issues like aphantasia, I think, mm-hmm. which causes uh, this person not to be able to picture things in his head. In his oh, head. Remember right. what we were talking about? Yeah, like, we did talk mind about reading? Yeah, stuff. like what yeah. if someone had like synesthesia and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah. Um, which I thought was like really interesting. You know, they, they like just to pick out well, little things here didn't we I, was it that episode or a different episode where we were talking about like i asked you like how capable are you of imagining things 
It was that episode. I think right? it was that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, we're talking about telepathy. For some people, it's a zero. Yeah, and it, it legitimately which blew my is. mind. Yeah. I, I couldn't. I like really couldn't believe that. I yeah, was like, wow. it's a thing. Thank you, Dorian, for confirming what I told Tom yeah. in episode one. <laughs> yeah. Well, not that I didn't believe you. But. No, I know, but <laughs> yeah. it's one thing to believe, and it's another thing to have it confirmed. But yeah, I just thought that was a that was a really cool really cool uh, comment to leave. Yeah, um, and it, thanks, Dorian. You always leave the best comments. I read them all, just <laughs> so you know. I know sometimes we don't. I don't reply to them all, but I definitely read them all. <laughs> and then uh, one thing that uh, somebody named Nick Woisen, I'm probably mispronouncing that mm. W O I S I N. Mm. But anyway, they were talking about. Um, Episode 5, Reboot Fight Night. Mm -hmm. And they said, great episode, and I'm 100% on board with Will's statement. Respect the source material. I mean, that's all it comes down to, man. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. As someone who has watched many of the things I love turned into movies, um, that tends to be the defining factor of whether it ends up good or not. Mm -hmm. Did the the makers of the movie respect the source material? The answer is yes, it's probably pretty good. Yeah. Except for Constantine, which was good despite them not Despite them not falling. <laughs> but anyways, I digress. Um, and then, you know, I thought that was funny. It was also for a reboot fight night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Farrell uh, mm-hmm. said, uh, <laughs> maybe one of the Skarsgårds could play Vega. Who are the Skarsgårds? <laughs> so, Should I know uh, these? One of the Skarsgårds. Yeah. Have you ever watched True Blood? Yeah, I have. Okay. Oh, uh, the blonde vampire yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. But he's like older now. So like, is there a younger... Mm-hmm. Does this man have a son? I don't remember if his brother's younger. I think he has a brother that's, that's acting, too. Yeah, sure, but, like, 19 to 25 younger? Yeah, Can they pull I don't it know. Off? I mean, like... Like, don't get me wrong. They're, I, you know, they're pretty men. <laughs> yes, very much so. And if if what's the the actor who's in True Blood, the one that we're talking about? Uh, I think that's Alexander Skarsgård. If Alexander Skarsgård was his 23 to 27-year-old self, now I would love to cast him as Vega. Yeah. He would be a great casting. Yeah, that would. That and is if Skarsgård has a younger brother who is of that age range, then yeah, I think that'd be a great casting. Yeah. So uh, good input, thanks, Nick. And you know what? Uh, we got a really good uh, iTunes review. Oh, uh, they nice. gave us five stars uh, from from Bros Rock. Right? I know it says hilarious and intriguing. Will oh. and Tom are so hilarious. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the questions they ask are intriguing and are great conversation starters. The quality is great, and I will listen to every episode and can't wait for more. Oh, thank you very much, so, Bros Rock. Yes, thank you. I thank appreciate you the iTunes review. Thank and you anyone listening to this uh, who likes the show, please leave an iTunes review. It really helps us out, like tremendously helps us out. So if you really, if you like the show and if you want more people to, to hear about the show and listen to the show, leave an iTunes review. That's probably the best thing you can do. And thank you to everyone. Until next time. And that is all we have for you tonight. We will continue to bring you up-to-date coverage as new imaginings develop. Please don't forget to leave an iTunes review, like, subscribe, and leave a comment. Remember you can follow us on YouTube and on Twitter at DCY Imagine. And if you would like to contact us or tell us what you are imagining, you can email us at dudecouldyouimagine at gmail.com. This has been Fritz Frivolous, and from all of us here at Dude Could You Imagine, keep on imagining. That question stressed me out, because I was like, like, oh my god, I gotta think about, oh, I would never want to do this. When I saw you, I was like, I I actually got a lot of nerves for you too. I was like, no, like, I already have too much to do with these podcasts, you call me, I gotta take over the world? No, thank you.